Hey there, thoughtful listener. What is your number one lead generation blocker? Head to upmyinfluence.com slash quiz to find out right now. That's upmyinfluence.com slash quiz, and I'll share why you aren't getting the intros and sales you deserve. We're also actively seeking guests for this daily commercial-free entrepreneur wisdom podcast. Agency owners, consultants, coaches, and B2B service providers, head to upmyinfluence.com slash guest, and I'd love to promote your expertise to our amazing audience. Let's get on with the show. With us right now, it's Jenny Wright. Jenny, you are found on the web at JennyWright.com. And that's Jenny with an I-E and Wright is W-R-I-G-H-T.com. You are a lead generation expert. Uh, and I'm so excited to talk about that uh, because I see a lot of people doing it wrong. Um, so let's talk about how we can do it in the right way. Jenny, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me, Josh. I appreciate it. And yeah, you're right. So many people, just like you say on your website, a lot of people are doing lead gen wrong. They're doing it wrong all the time. Yeah. And they're wasting a ton of time, money, effort, doing the wrong things and approaching it yeah. just a really incredibly bad way. Yeah. Step one, if someone DMs you with some copy and paste DM message and asks you to buy their lead gen services, uh, just go ahead and block them, please. Uh, Every time. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? I get those messages probably every other day on Facebook. And it's just, you know, at first I was tempted to respond back and ask, do you, I mean, these are, otherwise I look at their profiles and clearly they've outsourced this to someone. And I'm like, man, you otherwise look like kind of a legit business person, you know, business professional or founder CEO here. Do you really want this to be your legacy? Like I, that's, this is your reputation here. Um, don't and I have a strategy for that, by the way. Oh yeah. Go, t- t- please. So it's, it, I call it hashtag pitch me and then the B word. Um, basically it's, <laughs> it's whatever they pitch. I just say, wow, thanks for sharing. Um, not sure, you know, not sure if you understand how lead gen actually works, but this is a really bad thing. I'd be happy to do a call with you to show you how to properly, you know, rejig your lead gen ideas. Um, yeah. there's a link to book a paid coaching call with me Yeah. or one of those things. Like I literally clap them back because when they send that, I just think it's, audacious how many people do it and it's just a terrible strategy Uh, and then as a woman you get the whole hey sister hey um, which i'm sure you Uh, you like like the hey sister come on lady boss (laughs) my favorite is hey mama Uh, uh, Um, and if you know me i don't have children i'm not a mother therefore wildly inappropriate please do not do that thank you yeah 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 you know it's the it's akin to, I, I was at an event and, and no joke, I, I don't know what was going on in this guy's head or whatever, but he was, you know, I was talking with some other folks at, at this conference uh, and he literally didn't say hi to anyone, just came up, kind of bum rushed into our little circle, you know, and then just without even talking, just and just started giving us all his business card, like, and didn't even say anything. It was just like, I felt so as an 
I would say kind of an empath personality. Can I just tell you, Jenny, I feel so ripped off when, when that's how, you know, and the same thing with the sliding into DMs, you don't care about me. And that's how I feel. I feel that all you're looking at me like a piece of meat uh, and I feel yucky, dirty. And what a, what a shame, what I, you know, what I'm thinking is like, what a shame, you know, cause we, yeah. we could have been friends, you know, had you, it's like, you know, again, you know, going on a first date and being a complete perv is, is kind of what it feels like to me. Yeah. It's very douchey. It's, it's incredible <laughs> douche energy. And if that's how you want to run your business, but the thing is that those people will always be searching for leads. So if you want to constantly yep. be cutting and pasting and searching for leads, then go with that douchey energy, have at it, have a nice day. But mm. if you want to have those rinse and repeat customers, or you want to have the high end client where the customer value exceeds the $97 piece of crap that you may have created, you know, if you want to have somebody that's a $5,000, you know, lifetime client or more, and you're going to have to stick to authenticity and creating relationships and building trust and delivering quality and, and, and um, effort first with no need or desire for reciprocation. I think that's something that people don't think of. Yeah. I, I went to a mixer last night and it was my first in-person mixer since the beginning of the, the pandemic. Oy. Yeah. Long time. And it was yeah. my first in-person mixer and the room was full of people. And there was, there were a few of the guys with the fishing lines, with their business cards, it was happening, but there were also a couple of people that I met that were very much on the, you know, the, like, let's just kind of talk. And I met this one girl her name was Ashley. And she was like, yeah, I'm trying to get my fashion biz, business launched. And I started over the pandemic because I finished my degree and I make these really cool shoes and these really cool yeah. rings. And she shows me her rings and everything. And I said, okay, well, here's like three things that I would do right now that would probably help you. And she's like, holy crap. I literally had a call with a, somebody like you, a lead gen specialist or a marketing specialist earlier. And they basically said that I had to you know, do this, this, and this. And then I had to pay for all this information. I'm like, well, uh. just try what I said and see what happens. She's like, why were you so nice? Why are you giving this information away? I'm like, why wouldn't I give it away? It's yeah. simple stuff that will help you. And if you like it, I'm here and we can, con- you know, we can talk and, and if there's a way I can help you more, I will. Wow. Okay. So there are some who might hear the first part of what you said and say, Jenny, that sounds like a lot of work. I, you know, I can't, I just put all of my activity on autopilot and I can kick back and drink pina coladas next week and, and just make easy automatic money. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, because that goes back into the douchiness. Yeah, but the gurus just sold me a package saying that I could and I bought their package and now they're asking me to upgrade to another thing because they keep promising yeah. me. You see where this is going? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, congratulations. You just fell into the system of the person saying, if you pay me X amount of money, I'll teach you my system. And then the expectation is, is that you will do the same thing. It's practically pyramidic, like where they, you know, you just keep, teaching the same system to other people and asking for money. And it's a repetitive process. Yeah, That's not yeah. how relationships and businesses should be built. Like think back to pre-internet days, you know, how were relationships built? My grandfather did all of his business. He was a, he was a master carpenter. He did business with a handshake. Mm. He did it all face-to-face. It was all referral. My business has been built over the past nine years constantly by referrals because there's a name and I won't tarnish my name. Right. And I always build on that respect or I always build on the relationship. And I want people to say, oh, you need to, you know, you need to do an online summit. Well, yeah, Jenny Wright's done over 300 of those. You need to talk to her. 
Mm-hmm. She's the mm-hmm. only person I would trust with my, you know, with building yeah. that alone. That's yeah. the kind of repertoire I want to create. That's the kind of response I want to create. Not the, oh, I bought so-and-so's douchey piece of crap thing. Yeah. And then they upsold me to the thing. And then I never made the thing. Yeah. Okay. Get, take me through, because you mentioned online summit and clearly, okay. So to our friend that's listening to our conversation, go to jennywright.com. Follow along, please. Jenny <laughs> is with an IE, uh, which by the way, that's different. I, I don't think it's pronounced any different than, than my, my Jenny is a Y. My wife, Jenny is a, is a Y, but I'm married to a Jenny. Um, so Jenny with an IE, right? W-R-I-G-H-T.com. Because one of the things that that you can you'll you'll see pretty quickly is you do mention online summits. Why do online summits work? Online summits are a relationship builder. So if you don't know what an on sorry, go ahead. Excuse me. Before before I ask, I asked the wrong question first. What is an online summit? That's no, what I was supposed to ask first. No, you're fine. Totally. Let me go back to interviewing 101 here, Josh. You're good. So an online summit is an online interview series, right? So think of a three-day conference that you would go and attend in Orlando, Florida or something and take it all online. So this this has been happening since pre-pandemic. I've been doing these since uh, 2012. And you interview 20 to 30 experts who are all either in your niche or niche adjacent. You pre-interview them, so it's all pre-recorded. And you end up asking all of those experts to help you promote the event. And as a host, you take on the responsibility of doing the, you know, creating the landing page and a couple things like that. And then on a certain date, you let them out. So on June 15th, you released you know, the first five, June 16th, you release the next 10, whatever. And by doing so, what'll happen is those experts will promote the event on your behalf. And so will you, and you will grow your list by warm, organic leads versus paid traffic. Now you and I are both, we have the same, we share the same opinion about paid traffic. I don't invest in it. I don't do it most of the time. Sometimes I do a little bit, but very little. I really rely on that organic traffic simply because it is a better bang for your buck, better relationships, et cetera. But the, the magic in a summit is interviewing 20 to 25, maybe 30 experts mm. who you can then develop a relationship with who, if you impress them really well and you guys, you know, you put in the time to actually understand and know them and give a crap about them, then you became the name, you become the name on their lips to their potential people because they're niche adjacent to you. You're not going to have a summit about being uh, a summit coach or a summit producer like me and have everybody else on there about summits. You're going to have adjacent. So, you know, you're going to have people talking about a proper launch or Facebook ads or whatever. My ideal client is on all of their lists. Therefore, Mm. as I get to know these people and build relationships, joint venture opportunities come up, relationship opportunities, referral opportunities, all of that starts coming up. The experts that are on my summits and all of my client summits, they build, you know, relationships with, and then they end up doing really lucrative deals with later on because that's Mm -hmm. that warm market. And podcasting does the same thing, by the way, but a summit does it vary in a crunch timeline and creates uh, what I call a list injection which can bring you, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of people into your email list, which are now new fresh leads on top of knowing the experts to sell your programs, products, and services too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, listen, this is kind of exciting, Jenny. You're kind of convincing me that I I need to get off my keister and and do a summit. I certainly know some people with big audiences. Well, considering Uh, how many interviews you do in a day. Oh, I know. I mean, I love it. (laughs) And your Rolodex. I mean, a summit for you would be a piece of cake, by the way. Oh, this is fun. This is fun. I like this. (laughs) Um, so, So let's 
kind of talk about maybe some of the uh, objections or challenges that that folks may have. And we'll start with number one, and that is, okay, sounds great, but I don't know that many experts with big audiences. You actually don't need experts with big audiences. Okay, good. Big, Next question. Uh, <laughs> no, go ahead. Big audiences are not going to be the thing that's going to convert. Engaged audiences are the trick. So it doesn't have to be, I you need to have 5,000, 10,000, 160,000 people on your list. I've worked with clients who have seven, eight figure businesses with 30, 50, or 160,000 people on their list, but their open rate is like 1.6%. So I would rather work with somebody who has 5,000, 10,000 people on their list as an expert whose open rate is over 30% or over 25%. Mm. I'm going to get a better response rate. So it doesn't have to be those mega people. It has to be the people who have worked just as hard as you're working to create engagement, who have the same values, principles, and understandings when it comes to relationship building. And those are the people that are going to make the difference for you versus the other thing. Okay, good. Where do I find people that have really great engagement on their lists? (laughs) That is actually a lot easier than people think. So number one is taking a look on LinkedIn, Facebook, TikTok, wherever your platform, your preferred platform is and where your Mm -hmm. ideal client lives and see who the people who are getting a lot of engagement. Also understanding that things like bots do exist, but bots are really easy to see if you know what to look for, especially in comments. And also if you're looking at the likes, you know, if it's like IMD123657, possibly a bot, like things like that to look for. Um, The other thing for looking for engagement is looking at who's popular on podcasts. I love looking at who speaks on podcasts and who speaks on podcasts well. So I'm on Podmatch, I'm on, you know, all those different ones and I'm looking at it. I'm also looking at uh, YouTube, quite honestly. I will see the engagement on YouTube either, you know, if they have a reel up or a channel or how people are engaging. It is about the engagement. And the other thing I do is I do a little bit of light stalking. So I will use an email address that nobody knows, and I will sign up for anybody that I'm interested in, and I'll sign up for their email list, and I will see how they talk to their people. If they're constantly promoting somebody else's stuff, constantly doing that, and never just providing value, chances are their list isn't engaged because they're constantly promoting and selling versus creating that engagement, which you can do very well through email marketing. So there's a couple of factors to think of. And the last thing I do is, you know, I go by referral. So as an example, if you're going to be an expert on my summit, then I'd say, hey, Josh, I think you're a great fit to be on my event. Do you know anybody else who thinks like us, who works on community building that would be a good fit for this? Would you have anybody you could recommend? That's the best way to find experts. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. All right. I like where this is going. All right, Jenny. Next objection. Technology. I'm technologically illiterate. How on earth can I run an online summit? I have run summits with people who have, when I met them, had no idea how to use Zoom. Uh, And this is some of that's pre-pandemic. It's okay not to know tech. You don't need to know tech. What you need to be open to is being what I call a student of. So you have to be prepared to leave the mindset of, I don't know tech, this I'm tech adverse. This is not for me to the opening of, I am open to being a student of, which means I'm willing to learn enough to get by in the event that I'm doing, and I'm outsourcing the rest of that crap. Because quite honestly, if you're tech adverse and it is not your thing, your focus should only be on the things that you're very, very good at, and everything else you should be outsourcing. Literally, 
spending an hour trying to figure out something that will take me or somebody else 10 minutes or five minutes is a complete waste of your time, especially if you're valuing your time where it should be. You're, you know, you could, you could pay somebody else two, three, four times over to do that one little thing. So outsourcing your tech is essential. Uh, mm. When you work with somebody who is a summit producer, like myself, the only thing that people need to work on is finding, connecting, and interviewing their experts. Everything else gets taken care of. Yeah. Um, in terms, of, I mean, I know that there, you know, obviously there are summit platforms sure. that are out there. Uh, are there any that you? don't like? Are there any that you, yeah, this one's good. This one's good. This one's good. I don't like any of them. Oh, (laughs) I'm very contrary that way. And I will tell you why, because I do not believe in an all in one solution, Mm. all in one master of none. And I believe it thoroughly because I've used every single one of those platforms. So Mm. instead I look at a tech stack and each tech stack is dependent on the client, right? So some clients need to have a bit of a more robust tech stack than others. Some Mm -hmm. don't. And if you go all in one, then you're working, in my opinion, you're working with a company that is having to divest their interests into the various areas that they need to be working on. Right. So the, uh, the funnels and the affiliate links and the email marketing and the, you know, this, that, and the other, but they're not doing any of them hundred percent. Well, whereas you could spend the same amount of money and or possibly less on having the one page builder that converts the one affiliate system that fits really well. And the one email marketing system that is going to help you afterwards. And here's another thing to think about. If you use summit platform, what happens when you don't use that summit platform after a summit, how are you going to be able to reuse that information? If you use a page builder that you'll use for your landing pages, your sales pages, your webinar pages and things of that nature, then it's already in there. And you can reuse it how you wish, as opposed to trying to move stuff out. Because trust me, if you're only doing, people are normally only doing two summits a year. Why would you keep paying for summit software when you're not yeah. using it? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jenny Wright, you're making a lot of sense to me. Your website, JennyWright.com. Um, when somebody goes there, what would you recommend that they do? Uh, not look at how ugly it is at this particular moment in time with the understanding that I am working on it because it's not as beautiful as I want it to be. And I cobbler's kids shoes. Don't worry about it. We're all, (laughs) all the cobbler's kids shoes. Do what Uh, Jenny says, not what she does. That's what I tell people. It's like, do what I say, do what I say. Don't do what I do. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I don't have time to work on it. I'm working everybody else's stuff. Uh, my top, my, my recommendation is, you know what, just send me an email, Jenny at JennyWright.com. Exactly how my name is spelled. Connect with me. Say you saw me, you know, on Josh's show, and let's talk about what I can do to help you. There's actually lots of book a link calls on my website. So go ahead and hit any one of those, grab a call with me. There's a 15 minute call on there. Yeah. Let's talk about how, you know, what can be supportive to you? What do you need? I'm not a salesperson. I'm a support. So I'm not going to sell you on anything. I'm going to tell you what you need. It's whether or not you need it from me or somebody else is the factor that you'll make your decision on really. I like it. Jenny, Wright. Jenny, Wright.com. Jenny, thank you so much. Thank you, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group, 
Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love, even if you just stopped by to say hi, I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.